Good day, everybody. This is Zachary Kameen, the Curious Christian, and these are Curious Conversations. So before we get started, I wanted to uh, say how much I appreciate your joining me in this conversation, being willing to uh, take time out of your day so that, or um, add this to your uh, playlist to be able to enjoy this in the background. Uh, and I wanted to uh, say how much I appreciate some of your feedback. Many of you guys have uh, messaged me, emailed me, and I wanted to say uh, thank you. Uh, and your guys' suggestions uh, have been greatly appreciated. Uh, so far, uh, it seems like the segment style that I've been uh, proposing the past few uh, past few podcasts has been a success so because of this uh, I will continue until people tell me uh, Zachary please stop please stop we can't handle it anymore so until uh, I do get that uh, I want to say enjoy the conversation and pour some coffee As has been tradition in Curious Conversations, we'll start with a quick uh, scripture reading and quick overview in this. It kind of hit me uh, last night, uh, this passage, and so I figured I would share it. Uh, not because I read it, uh, just because I remembered it. Um, right, so... To give you an idea of the scripture reading that I often do, uh, uh, it's my tradition or my um, habit to uh, read a psalm, a proverb, and a chapter of Ecclesiastes uh, every evening. And I was reading Ecclesiastes 2 because it's February. There's 12 chapters in Ecclesiastes, so I read whatever uh, chapter correlates with the month. I read that uh, chapter of Ecclesiastes. And then this whatever day correlates with Proverbs, I read that chapter. <laughs> but I'm not re- going to talk to you about Ecclesiastes 2. I'm going to talk to you about Ecclesiastes 12 uh, because I would argue that uh, the chap- that chapter, especially the last verses, uh, helped to uh, save my life in the sense of uh, it is what helped me uh, man up and uh, grow up when it came to, especially when it came to uh, my wife, my now wife. When we were dating, we had broken up. Uh, but before we broke up, I read the book of Ecclesiastes. Then we broke up. Uh, we were separated for a short period of time. 
where then I uh, pursued her again, and then we got married, and now we're where we're at, uh, happily married, and I drive her crazy, which makes it a happy marriage. <laughs> um, so with again with the book of Ecclesiastes. Uh, in chapter 12, I'll read uh, from verse 9 to the end uh, to save on time. Uh, it says, Besides being wise, or never mind, because this is just an overview, uh, I will read uh, from 11. Uh, the words of the wise are like goads. And like nails firmly fixed are the collected sayings. So uh, they are given by one shepherd. So this is uh, Solomon talking about his writings in one sense. Uh, from the Psalms, uh, I would say the book of Job, uh, Ecclesiastes, Proverbs, uh, the Song of Solomon. Uh, and he recognizes that uh, they all come from one shepherd. Now, is he talking about himself? Uh, I would argue no. He is referring to God because uh, there's more than one author of the Psalms. In fact, Solomon only wrote one uh, one psalm or two psalms. Uh, his dad is the one who wrote most of the psalms in uh, the book of Psalms. Uh, Solomon did write Song of Solomon and Ecclesiastes and m- much of Proverbs, but even in Proverbs, there's, it's not all written by him. And Job uh, is uh, was compiled by him or edited by him, as it were. Uh, but he's recognizing it is from one shepherd, and that shepherd being God. And he continues and says, My son, Beware of anything beyond these, uh, of uh, making many books. There is no end, and much study is a weary wearying of the flesh. The end of the matter, all has been heard. Fear God and keep His commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God will bring deed or bring every deed into judgment with every secret thing, whether good or evil. So this is convicting to me because, as you guys know, I have several hundred books, and uh, you may say, well, how can I have several hundred books and not be breaking this commandment? Well, trust me, my book is not, my my mini library is not a library, and I'm content with what I have. and uh, I recognize what he's saying here to beware of anything beyond these things. And I would see anything that's not scripture, commentary of scripture that's trying to be faithful to scripture, is something that's beyond these things. And that doesn't mean you can't read them, but you need to be aware. You can't read Plato. Uh, you can't read the conversations of Socrates. You can't read Aristotle on virtues. You can't read these authors without being aware because they will lead you astray you need to be careful 
But when you're having curious conversations with people, beware that um, they are not going to try to lead you astray so that at the end of the day, everybody will be able to say, fear God and keep his commandments. For this is the whole duty of man. Now, the moment that I've been waiting for is the, you know, it's been two days since the State of the Union address, and sure enough, uh, all the petty politics has come out. Part of me feels like uh, the State of the Union, or like the, you know, the second State of the Union address, or just the third it's the second of any president. So that halfway through the term is like the kickoff of election season, right? Because now you've got like a year and a half for the election. And I think that that's pretty much how that works. Um, and the State of the Union of the second year of the term, the second state of the union of the term, is the president doing his, putting his best face forward for the watching uh, country, the watching union, the peoples. And everything happened the way I expected it to go down. I don't know anybody that could expect otherwise. Uh, before I continue on, I should say that I am on my way to work. Uh, I have not changed things up, but on a very small rarity, uh, I'm actually driving instead of riding my bike to work, which is pretty awesome for me because it allows me to be slightly lazy. You know, slightly lazier uh, than usual type of thing. Uh, and the weather's fine. Uh, it's just a matter of... And it's actually the warmest day that we'll have all month, more than likely. It's supposed to be, like, high 51. It's uh, 30 degrees right now. So, I mean, I rode my bike at negative 2. So, I, you know, that's not that. It's just a matter of... just felt like ride, or driving today instead of riding my bike. Maybe it's to prove to people that I do actually drive... <laughs> and not just ride my bike. All that being said, uh, back to the State of the Union. Uh, it's not, I already talked about the State of the Union yesterday. Uh, this is more the aftermath and what I see coming. Uh, the My senators, and I need to look up my state reps around here too so that I can keep tabs on them, but to focus on just the senators, because there's only two of them, so it's easier. Uh, Gary Peters and Debbie Stapnoff stood up and clapped and applauded and laughed and uh, minded their tongues when it came to things that they disagreed with, so they were very respectful. And beyond respectful, they seemed to actually be enjoying themselves. But now, after the State of the Union, uh, they are singing a different tune. They are griping and complaining and grumbling and 
uh, you know, criticizing the president and not being happy. But for which I don't understand why uh, they would be doing this, except just pure petty politics. Uh, they don't like the president. They can't give him a win. They can't say, oh, yes, I agree with the president here because it would hurt their base. Uh, Debbie Stabenow uh, was like, somebody took a picture of her with her eyes closed, probably blinking or something. And they're like, oh, look, it's Debbie Stabenow sleeping because she's old. And she was like, I wasn't sleeping. I was, uh, she, I think she, she put it, uh, I was keeping myself from screaming. I'm like, you were clapping and laughing and enjoying yourself most of the time. So I don't want to hear her saying, oh, I was trying to keep myself from screaming. What, screaming and laughter? Like, which part were you wanting to scream at? Uh, Us wanting to make abortion illegal? Uh, Which part, the part where unemployment rates for everybody uh, is down? Are you wanting to scream at which part? Which part is she trying to not scream at? Uh, what part was did did the president say that she didn't absolutely agree with? Not even two years ago. Uh, I mean, during her campaign thing, uh, she said everything that the president said that during her campaign. That's why she won again this past election. Did she think that we forgot uh, what she said? I don't know what she's trying to drive at. Uh, appealing to her base, maybe, but uh, I wish that people wouldn't be posting her, like, you know, being indifferent to the president or, uh, you know, seeing her roll her eyes or whatever. I want them to be showing her applauding the president. I would like to see uh, the pictures and the videos of her uh, being happy about what the president said. I really don't give a crap whether she's you know, rolling her eyes at the president. She's a Democrat and he's a Republican. I expect her to roll her eyes and be indifferent. What surprised me was her uh, approval of the president. What surprised me was her applauding the president. And her now flipping the script and going back to a attitude of uh, indifference and contempt and whatnot, trying to rewrite history as if she didn't just uh, give her hand of approval to the president. It's silly. I mean, she didn't dress in white. She uh, didn't applaud when the socialists applaud. She, she was doing the right things as I expect the senator to do. I expect her to not applaud to socialism. I expect uh, these are things I expect her to do, and she did them, and I was happy with her. Now I'm cranky at her because she's being petty, uh, using me too, you know, hashtag me too language, saying I was trying to keep myself from screaming, as if the president was like ear raping her or something. Uh, perhaps I'm overreading it, uh, but it made very little sense to me why during the State of the Union she was clapping and happy but now she's a grumpy grandma again 
uh, it makes no sense to me. Uh, perhaps some of you guys can you know, explain it to me. Uh, I need to look at Gary Peters, and again, I need to look up these uh, state reps, or the House of Reps, that uh, the 16 that represent Michigan. Who went, who didn't go, and whatnot. Uh, this is going to be an interesting election, I think. Uh, the next uh, two years, uh, this was definitely the kickoff of it. Um, and we shall see how it goes down. I think that we have a, or as long as, well, as long as the president uh, stays quiet, as it were, uh, I think he's going to be all right for 2020 because some of this uh, pettiness from the Democrats is going to make them lose just on the sheer basis of uh, two-facedness. Uh, when, when you applaud and then say that you were appalled, but you, we've seen you applaud, uh, that, that's, a, that's a two-face uh, attitude. You've you got to be careful with that. We have to be better than that. If, if you're going to applaud, own it. If you're going to stand up and cheer, own it. Uh, don't be don't be like that. So, uh, pay attention, guys. Pay attention to this election season. Uh, we're not done with it. We just began. Uh, this was definitely the kickoff to the election cycle. The pettiness will uh, increase. The pettiness will get more extreme. The backstabbing will commence. Uh, you're going to see it, especially in the Democratic Party. Uh, the Republicans have the benefit of having an incumbent, so they don't need to get too petty when it comes to the president. Uh, they just need to... Uh, focus on the down-the-ticket um, deals, and we'll see how that goes. Uh, please pay attention. Please have these conversations and take care. Well, that's it for today's conversation. I hope you enjoyed listening as I enjoyed speaking. Uh, but if you are an absolute desire and frantic a need of more uh, curious conversation topics and information, uh, you can go on my blog and read uh, my, some of the articles on there, or you can you know skip down, or you can skip up to another one of my episodes. Uh, please be um, willing to give a good review, a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, put in a nice review for me. If you'd be so kind, it'll help with getting my podcast more and more known. 
and so that more people can join the conversation. If you would like um, to interact with me and have some dialogue and some one-on-one uh, curious conversations, um, please do not hesitate to email me at ZacharyKameen at Yahoo.com. Uh, be sure to put down uh, curious conversations in the subject heading so that I know uh, that it is you. Uh, you can always follow me on Twitter at ZacharyKameen, or you can follow me or add me on Facebook at ZacharyKameen. Until then, until next time, God bless, guys. Take care, and drink some coffee, and come to Jesus. It's Curious Conversations.